0: Hi, and welcome to Living Unleashed. I'm your host, Alex Runneman. This is a production growing out of my passion for identifying, questioning, and addressing the many challenges I face as an entrepreneur, father, and as a resident of my small Appalachian hometown. From community revitalization to work and business to health and everything in between, join me as we discuss the challenges, but most importantly, search for solutions that may assist you in your quest to unleash yourself and your community. Hey, Taylor County. I'm Alex Renneman with Unleashed Tiger, and I'm here with Gigi Collett, who's running for the assessor. Gigi, thanks for coming on the program. Hey,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Um, Let's start off just telling us a little bit about what is the office of the assessor?
1: Well, it's a constitutional office, and what that means, just to give kind of a general purview of the duties of the assessor, it's um, kind of guided by our state constitution so a lot of political officials have the power to kind of institute change or you know make kind of political moves to either increase progressive measures or supports for people but the assessor's office doesn't really have that kind of uh, movement it kind of is just dictated by the state code of west virginia and the tax department And so the main duties of the assessor is to discover and value all the real and personal property located in the county. And that kind of gives the levying bodies numbers and accurate kind of numbers of the values within creating budgets for services that they can offer to the citizens, such as like the library, um, senior citizens, the health department, those kinds of living bodies that really kind of take those numbers after property has been assessed and the values have been set to give them an idea of what kind of monies they're working with and what kind of funding they'll have for the future and the months to come in offering those programs, such as like the health department offering home health care, like in-home care, those kinds of things, vaccinations. And at this time, those might be pretty important coming up in the in the months to come. So we always want sure. to assess and value properties you know accurately so those bodies can have an idea of you know where they might need to spend their money.
0: Yep makes sense. So why have you chosen to run?
1: Well um, being in the school system for the last couple of years and advocating for special programs, whether it be special education, gifted education, or just overall um, resources for educators and our system and our children of our community. Um, It's just kind of fueled a passion of mine to kind of help those systems. I talked a lot about the health department, but obviously our school system gets about 70% of our taxes in our county so that's a big deal and when you're talking about some of our you know educators coming up against their health insurance costs and things of that nature i really kind of want to help in that way and support the teachers and how they feel and what i've seen just you know from an educator standpoint and kind of give a voice to to those educators and school administrators and um, just kind of seeing it from that perspective and knowing, you know, how hard my mom worked for so many years and trying to secure funding for our school system. It's kind of hit home, you know, having a daughter in special education and seeing kind of those struggles that come up with hiring enough people and creating some of those supportive uh, personnel jobs. And sometimes the county's don't have the budgets that might need to be there and I love to network and I love to think about new businesses that could come into our area and actually kind of help with those taxes that are being you know brought into the county and and all of that to help support our education system and some of our other healthcare workers and first responders. So I really see a need and I'd, I'd love to assist in, in some of those uh, ways of bringing in new businesses, helping increase um, just the amount of money that's coming into our county and help support those educators and, and other uh, health care systems that we have.
0: Gotcha, makes sense. So share with us a role or a challenge or some kind of experience in your life that you feel has at least in part prepared you for the office of assessor?
1: Well, I've worked in financial advising. I've worked in um, business management. I've worked in sales. I've worked in a lot of different areas, especially education. Um, So I think all of those integrate into this job. I mean, you have to kind of be willing to work for the people. You have to like people. (laughs) And, you know, I think uh, just all of those jobs and being able to budget for events. I've done event planning. I run a small business myself. So all of those things tie in, I think, to really sharing a common value for what our community might need. And Kind of understanding that, you know, people come up against hardships. I mean, I'm a single mom, (laughs) starting my own business, working for the school systems, all of those things. And I think setting property taxes and values at a reasonable rate is important. But also, again, trying to attract new businesses to our area that can actually offload some of that stress that just the everyday person, the everyday parent has to come up against personal and property taxes, and it gets expensive. And so when you have more businesses kind of adding to that larger sum that, that our uh, loving bodies can work with, I think it, it makes a difference. And I like to work with people and I like to share ideas and come up with strategies and plans to try and implement um, something for the greater good and that can benefit everyone. So I think a lot of my jobs have helped me get to this point and I'm really excited to work with Taylor County and the businesses here and, and try to just get to a, a, a better place.
0: Great. So share with us something you've done in the recent past that you think has helped or at least attempted to help move our community forward, whether that be Grafton or, or, or Taylor County in the, the, the larger area.
1: Well, I, I kind of have a volunteer spirit. Um, I grew up in high Y, which is, you know, high school YMCA and it's a volunteer based program and going out even to other communities, just building playgrounds. We did that when I was in high school. I mean, we went to Charleston, we went to Huntington, we, you know, even here in Grafton with the castle Creek playground. I mean, I think we, you know, Unloaded some mulch and stuff. I mean, we weren't <laughs> directly involved in the building, but you know, we were always there, kind of on site to help out. And um, I've been involved in a lot of volunteer boards here in Grafton and Taylor County. And I, I just really, I'm passionate about seeing access for for all. And even pre-Rachel. Uh, You know, we started the Christmas at the Shrine programs to try and raise money for handicap accessibility upgrades to the Shrine and just other points of interest in our community, Tigert Lake being one of them. um, I've worked with the superintendent up there on events and projects and getting them conferences to come in, educational trainings and things of that nature. So just utilizing... um, you know, the potential that we have here in Taylor County and the beauty that we have here and, and the resources. And, and I've really enjoyed it for the most part. And I love seeing, you know, all aboard Grafton making progress. And it's, it's really great to see it. And I just, I kind of want to be a bigger part of that influence as to Taylor County's progress.
0: Great. If you're elected, what's your strategy for a successful term in office? Well, I think first and foremost
1: is, you know, um, keeping our local businesses, um, in the fold and, you know, reaching out to them, making sure that things are done properly for their property taxes and, and all of the things that they have to account for and just, you know, making sure that they're happy with the way the office is, is being run. And then again, our citizens, you know, reaching out to them. And if online filing, you know, is working properly, making sure everyone has access to things that they need, because, you know, in this day and age, not everybody's mobile and can go to the courthouse. And some people are, you know, stuck at home. And I think that's a a big importance in our digital age to really make things accessible, mapping systems, all of those, which I think right now the office um, has a lot of that. And I would just like to keep up with that and to make sure that everyone feels welcome when they come to the office and having some of those handicap accessible um, modes of transportation available. And, you know, if people call ahead and need help getting into the building. You know, that's something I would like to offer and just keeping keeping in mind the care of people because you know i really genuinely care about people and the way that they're able to access their communities and so that's a big part of my campaign
0: yeah so so you mentioned uh, listening to the people and reaching out i guess what what is it and we talk about on this program all the time that to be a citizen of a republic you need to be active and engaged and, and aware of what's happening so what is it you would be asking the citizens of Taylor County to help you to be a successful assessor?
1: Well, I mean, filing <laughs> is a big part of the job. <laughs> so, um, you know, reaching out to them and making sure that they understand the deadlines for filing their property taxes and making sure there's an accurate and, you know, updated inventory of all of their taxable property and 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 being accessible for that. like. Uh, helping them along that process and with that process. And, and if we need to send people out to help them know what is you know, needed to be on the lists or what's taxable and what's not, you know, allowing that information to be shared pretty easily, whether it's online or letters or phone calls or however people are most comfortable sharing those, that information. I'd like to just keep those lines of communication open.
0: Perfect. So we've got a lot of challenges in our community, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Before we do that, what are the opportunities? What do we have to offer here um, in in Taylor County?
1: Well, Alex, there's a lot. And um, part of my ability to travel around, and I've been blessed to do that, and seeing how other communities, even smaller than our own, really kind of highlight some of their tourism and their points of interest, like our Tigert Lake in the summer and some of our history. I mean, we've got a rich historical legacy here, um, being Mother's Day and the railroad and how all of that ties in and um, our national cemeteries. I mean, there's just such a rich historical culture here. And I think, you know, families nowadays, I don't know if there's so much into amusement parks and some of that louder, more uh, out there kind of vacations. I think families are focusing on what's important and family time and educating each other and just kind of being out there and seeing, you know, what has made this community. Well, togetherness has made this community. And I think hinging on that and trying to progress our, our tourism And, you know, our charm, I mean, Grafton is very charming and um, it has a lot of beauty and the people, first and foremost, are, you know, the hats wearing around and and just kind of the charm of the community that comes out during our big holidays, which are in May and kind of creating creating a stamp for Grafton in that way of, of saying, hey, why aren't you in Grafton in May? You should be, because <laughs> that's where, you know, that's where the action is, whether it's honoring your mother or honoring, you know, our veterans. So I really think Grafton has a lot to offer, and I'd like to see a little more of that be out there for people to access as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, The flip side, though, right? So we have our challenges. What what are what are some of our biggest challenges as a community?
1: Well, I think accessing the internet in a way that can really push us forward in a lot of areas, I think, is one thing we need to consider that we maybe don't access as well as we could, um, even from you know the tourism point of view, like the access to the information. I know the Historical Society has done a great job of creating events and highlighting, you know, some of our history, good or bad, you know, so it's kind of fun to see them work that into the events that are happening around. But I I do think internet access is, is really important and being, you know, just sharing information. And sharing events and kind of creating a community calendar that everyone's involved in or at least knows about and can access, whether it's an app that people can download, whether it's, you know, just a website people can access. But really kind of marketing the town through a website and the Internet, I think, is really important for moving forward and and tackling some of those challenges that just seem to be a lack of communication.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, I think that's that's huge. Uh, it's amazing to me sometimes how tough it is to communicate in such a small, small community that we have here. Um it, it, you know, not not to mention outside, but just in here. Um so so one of the things that, that may not be so obvious or so so typical for an assessor. Um you know you you typically get a lot of heat to um, your your delegates or county commissioners in, in times of crisis, but that said, an assessor is is an elected leader of our county, and people will look to the assessor for leadership and obviously, the times like these, the reason we're interviewing now is because of covid nineteen and and there's other disasters that come at us and I wish they weren't, but they're coming at some point right they're inevitable and I guess I would ask you from a leadership perspective, how is it you plan to a, either put in preventative measures. And again, I know you know the assessor's role isn't one for the for you know the, the executive of the county or anything in that regard, but what kind of, of either preventative uh, modes can you take or even from a standpoint of okay, once something here more reactive, what measures how do you, how do you see yourself as a leader in that role and what can you offer to the people in, in times like these? I mean, whether it's weather or there's there's something, right? It's it's always something, it's seasonally, but there's something coming. And right now, unfortunately, we're in the middle of this whole COVID-19. Uh, mess, but, uh, you know, and and as of recording, only one case in West Virginia, how many are really here, and, and as of uh, the time when we air this, who knows what's happening, it's happening so quickly right now.
1: It is, yeah, I mean, I guess from the assessor's standpoint, I mean, going back to just having accurate numbers for our levying bodies who are really going to kind of outsource some of those supports. Um, in in the event of an emergency or things like that, like the health department or our first responders. I mean, giving them, you know, as much financial support as they need at the time. And then actually possibly starting extra funds, like, you know, separate funds for a disaster relief kind of idea. I know um, I've studied some of the surrounding cities that actually have those, you know, separate funds built into their budget so that if something comes up, God forbid, a natural disaster or something, that they can access those funds pretty easily to then help the people of the community who have been, you know, have felt the damage uh, of, of that crisis. So, and also, you know, accessing some of our buildings here in Grafton that might not be accessed right now in terms of if there needs to be an emergency location for people to go receive medical care. I mean we do have the armory that's over by the high school um, that probably could be accessed pretty easily even the Rite Aid building as possibly a um, you know food pantry or a shelter if needed. Um, Some of those things I think in working with those businesses and actually creating plans to have access to those if there were an emergency like that.
0: Yeah, great, makes sense. So, uh, Gigi, as we were talking before, we, we polled community for questions, and one of the things we asked them was for a lighthearted question, and I love this one. Um, it's just, for what are you most grateful?
1: Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to uh, serve this community in a, in a greater capacity Um, I've always kind of jumped at the opportunity to volunteer and help, and being a single parent, sometimes that volunteerism kind of has to take a back seat, but I am excited to run this campaign and really show that I care about the people of this community, and I want to make it stronger for our children and for our future, and I think anyone that knows me knows that that's at the heart Uh, of of my being. And um, I'm just very grateful for the opportunities that have allowed me to work with our school children, work with some of our first responders, talk to our business owners, and really kind of get back out there and try and make a difference where I think it'll count most.
0: Perfect. All right, Gigi. So uh, as is customer on this program, we offer you the last word. What is it you'd like to tell the people of Taylor County?
1: Well, I just want to tell people to um, Well vote for me first of all (laughs) but stay safe stay well Um, if anyone is in need of Anything that I could help with I have now a handicap accessible van if people are looking to you know Have a need to transport someone. Please let me know. I'm always willing to help and, and Uh, Be generous with the gifts that I have and that I'm grateful for and When times get tough maybe a song is what you need to hear so Just look to the music and have a great day and thank you Taylor County for supporting me and asking me to run for assessor so I don't take that lightly and I hope that we can all work together and make our community a little stronger and a little brighter for our children and our future. So thanks, Alex.
0: Hey, thank you. Gigi Collett running for assessor. Now you're running unopposed in this uh, this primary, so we'll see you again in the general, yeah? We will. All right. Good luck. Thanks, Gigi. Thank
1: you.